to the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in Mesa, Arizona. This is the Cool Time Dice Hour. Woo! Uh, we're inspired by shows like uh, Dimension 20 and Critical Role. Uh, we're trying to take role-playing games and infuse them with a little improv comedy show energy to try and make something of our own. Thank you for joining us in our fun experiment. Uh, my name is Kyle Olson. I will be the all-knower and maker-upper, or Tecmo for short. Today we'll be all working together to make something new right before your ears. I've never run this actual game before. Uh, these players have never been these characters before. Uh, I've created a setting and a mystery, uh, and I have no idea what's going to happen from this point forward. So let's all just wade into the weird. Inspired by the teenage crime solver groups like Scooby-Doo and Mystery Incorporated, I'd like you all to meet the Spooky Teen Squad. Players, please introduce yourselves and tell us a little about your character. Uh, my name is Dorian Lenz. I will be playing the part of uh, Declan Blake. I'm a former football player who has uh, just found his love of uh, solving crimes, man. Uh, my name is David. I play uh, Harris, uh, but my friends call me Slick. Uh, I'm just uh, your allergic goofball that loves food. Uh, and if the crime investigating doesn't work out, then I want to be in a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chrissy Lance. I'm going to be playing Winona Borealis, who uh, loves being a part of the crime-solving team, uh, and is also a big reader, a big reader of all the 90s hits. And of course, no teen, uh, spooky teen squad will be complete without a lovable animal companion, and that is played by the role of Mac. He is a rescued albino raven, and that is who I will be playing. So he doesn't talk. Uh, much, but he does, he can mimic. So, all right, let's get going. So, before we check in on our teens, uh, we have a stop to make first. Uh, it's the middle of the night, and we open on the hallway of an old fort. The walls are made of rotting timber, dirt, but along the floor is a strip of carpet, clean, still rolling up at the edges, and we hear two voices. Around the corner step two security guards carrying their flashlights, making the rounds. Chrissy, Dorian, would you be so kind as to be our two security guards, and the two of you are having a good-natured argument that you probably had a bunch of times before as you're just trying to kill the time through your shift. Well, I'm telling you that the Phoenix Suns of 1997 would have beat the Phoenix Suns of 2022. And I have told you time and again that both of those things are moot because the Phoenix Suns of 1992 would wipe the floor... With all both of those teams. Well, I didn't know there would be a third variable in this combination of teams. Uh, Infinite variables. That's what I keep trying to tell you is that you're too narrow-minded when you give somebody a binary choice. It really limits the imagination that one can insinuate. You know, you made me think a lot today, Daryl, and uh, I'm going to think harder on that and be less binary in my choices. As you take in that that new piece of knowledge, uh, you see something dark down the hallway. Hey, what's that? What the heck is that? I don't know. Uh, now, as you look down the hallway where he's looking, you see it as well. A, a large shadow has, has moved across where there weren't shadows before. It could be a shadow or like a bird. Shoot, that's a binary choice. I just made a game. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Shadows aren't made by nothing. Something is in, in up in here. It's in here. Well, I'll tell you, Daryl, it is our responsibility as the security guards here to go ahead and check it out. Well, actually, you don't need to worry too much about that because it seems to be moving much closer to you. So down the hall, this shadow is coming. Oh, my getting God. much bigger and bigger and it's bigger. It's a big old shadow. Here it comes. Hey, shadow, stop right there. Stop and state your business, shadow. Uh, and it answers by saying, 
And as the shadow expands, you see it is a large, is it a bird? Is it a lizard? Is it a dinosaur? Whatever it is, has glowing eyes and huge wings, and it screams. <laughs> That's the most terrifying thing I've seen. And those guards immediately quit their jobs. Yes. <laughs> and we hit our titles. Spooky Teen Squad, The Cry of the Argle Bargle. Argle Bargle? Yeah. Love it. So, welcome to the Midwest in uh, the, the recent past. So, uh, while this might be your first time meeting our squad, uh, they, they are high school students uh, who have been building up a reputation for helping people with problems of the weird supernatural variety. Uh, so far, all of them have turned out to be scams, usually just people in masks. But who knows what you're going to find next time. Uh, today we find our squad not in Squaresville, where they are from, but on the highway. Uh, Winona is behind the wheel of The Beast. It is the 1970 station wagon her parents gave her when she turned 16. It is the only method of transportation they used to get around because no one else has a car or motorcycle or anything. Right now, the three of you are driving around, and it's quiet because they've listened to the road mix that you made for them uh, about four times, and now they're just tired of hearing the same one over and over again. So everyone's sort of just quietly looking out the yeah again dude i can't listen to that song one more time (laughs) slick just turn it off i just need a little bit of time to hear my own thoughts i would rather sit in silence and listen to winona's thoughts like come on like we, 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 we're jamming out. Four is enough, Slick. Four times is enough. Okay, fine, I'll take it off. Okay. I'll, I'll just, you're missing out on my wonderful vocal cords. Just, you listen to my thoughts, too. Okay? Yeah, Both all of right. you guys just listen to my thoughts from inside my head. If they, as long as they don't include in sync, I'm fine. From the uh, cage in the, in the way back, uh, Mac pipes up and says, Ah, fortunately! Which is a great idea. Uh, he's suggesting that you play a road trip game. <gasps> I so love road trip You're going games. to play a game called Fortunately. So the game is this. Uh, you start, the person started with a statement. They say, fortunately, for instance, fortunately, I got a full tank of gas. And then the next person counters with, unfortunately, all four tires were flat. And you see how long you can keep it going. It's last man standing. Uh, and so uh, this, the end prize will be that you will get a reroll one of your roles somewhere in England. So there is an incentive uh, to play along. So, um, so Chrissy. Yes. I think Winona should start us off. So okay. Start with a fortunately, and then it'll go to Dorian, and then to David, and then around. So. Fortunately, my library card is in good standing. Unfortunately, you left it in your other pants. Fortunately, there's a library uh, websites where you can still check out books with your account. Unfortunately, because it is the 90s, that website is so slow to load <laughs> that you can never ever um, get a whole book. Fortunately, uh, our AOL terms and conditions are like three minutes. It's not like we're not on a 100-minute plan anymore for our internet service. (laughs) Unfortunately, there was a small uh, addendum added at the very bottom saying there was a limited plan. (laughs) Fortunately, we uh, have already learned how to gather so many of the free discs that we get unlimited 
access because we have unlimited discs. Unfortunately, my sister is talking to her boyfriend on the actual only line that we have in the house. <laughs> Fortunately, they have an uh, open and honest communication. Uh, unfortunately, he lives in Canada and they only see each other once a year at camp. Fortunately, you don't yet need your passport to go to Canada. Unfortunately, it's still a very long drive. Fortunately, they have a great friend who makes road trip mixes Aww. for them <laughs> that really makes the time fly by. Oh shoot, Declan's out, man. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> well, that's good, because at that point, uh, you drive up and you see, you pass a sign that says, Welcome to Northward, Kansas. Ooh, Northward. I like the sound of that. It sounds like something that is like both forward and forward. Yeah, it's better than down back, right? Yeah. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> I like the way your brain goes, Monona. It's good stuff. Uh, Northward. Uh. It's north, but like onward. Yeah, love it. Love it. Right, so as you drive through, it's a very small town. It's you know maybe three thousand people or so. So it has sort of a main street uh, as you go through. Um, a couple shops along the way. Uh, it's lawyer along the river. So you know this got something you, you can see. Uh, houses like the suburbs a little bit farther back, um, but uh, that's not where you're going because the directions you printed out for MapQuest um, are taking you a little bit further on. So as you go through the town and then uh, look up the hill, you can see uh, an old wooden fort, but it seems to be there's a lot of activity going on around it. Uh, as you get closer, you see there's a bunch of banners up, uh, there's streamers, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a newly constructed parking lot made of gravel, uh, and you see the a big sign across the front of it says, Lewis and Clark Days, discover the fun. <gasps> I love discovering fun. Uh, we should for sure discover some fun. As long as there's, you know, nothing, this, this fun isn't allergic uh, for me, I say we should, we should go. Wait, what? Like, I don't want, like, you know, they, they have carnival games and they have yeah. the, like, they have freshly cut grass. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried. They have, and the gravel, the gravel might be. Okay, so you're allergic to the grass and the gravel, not just the, not the actual fun. The fun. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, be more specific, uh, Slick. We got I, you. I try. Like yeah. I brought Zyrtec. Yeah. I brought, um, and you've got all your EpiPens. That's right? true. I do. Okay. Good. Then let's not shy away. Let's jump in. All right. If you say so. I never met a. Lewis and Clark festival that I didn't want to be friends with. As they say, northward, right? Right, northward. northward. Yeah. Hey guys, ready? Northward. <laughs> All right. Uh, you pull in and you find a spot easily because there's only one car here. Uh, and go and then you you hop out and as you're walking out, you see someone walking down to you and it's Poppy. Poppy is your friend from high school. She just graduated uh, last year, so she is now a freshman at uh, West Kansas State. Uh, and she is the one who sent you uh, a message to come down and help because she was having a strange problem that she did not want to specifically elaborate on the computer. Hey, Poppy! Poppy, how's it going? So she runs up and hugs you and then sort of like gives both of you guys a wave like, hey. Oh my God, Poppy, it is so good to see you. Thank you for inviting us. I can't believe you actually came. We are here and we are here to do whatever you need. So glad. I, I, I know I know it's, it's getting close to dinner time, but like, 
I really need to show you this stuff and tell you about this stuff, and then we can I'll show you the town and we can figure all of it out. Okay, I'm like super psyched to find out. Good. All right. So she uh, comes along and so she brings you in and, and like once again the 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 fort they have now built like an actual door frame and stuff too. So they actually have like locks and that sort of thing. So as she goes in, you see that she's built essentially a pop up museum. So they have taken uh, you know uh, displays and artifacts from somewhere and have built inside this old decrepit fort sort of a little thing just for this event. Uh, and so it's still being put together. So you see there's still things there. Right in the middle, there's a giant glass case that is empty, uh, even though it's it's illuminated and there's power and everything, too. Uh, and so she's breaking uh, uh, around and, and showing you all these things. So do you want to hear the weird stuff first, or do you want to hear the, the boring and why I'm here stuff first? Because um, Weird. I mean... Weird. Yeah, let's go with weird. I mean, weird. I mean, that's why we're here. We're pretty weird, right? Yeah. We still care about you as a person. We do. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well, you are the spooky teen squad. I, I know what you're about. That's, yeah. that's why I called you specifically. Okay, so there's a monster. Uh, and it's uh, it's been... Uh, ever since we, we set this up, uh, every night it comes out and chases away anyone who's around. We've, we've gone through so many security guards. Uh... We can't seem to keep anyone, any staff around here. And now the townspeople have found out and now no one's coming. So I got sent here to set this up specifically. And if it fails, then I'm going to fail too. Uh, and I really can't afford to do that. My parents are really, really pissed off at me right now. I, and I don't want to stay in Kansas any longer than I have to. Do I don't know what to do. What are you about? Well, they, I mean, I'm, I didn't get the scholarship I was supposed to, so they're paying a lot more than they were going to. And then I got in trouble because I actually mislabeled some stuff. Uh, there was this, I, I labeled some pottery. I, I labeled it uh, lithic when it was supposed to be archaic. And it turns out the history department is really, really specific about labeling things correctly. Mm, uh, sounds like something they would do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they sent me here as kind of punishment. Uh, so they, they do this, but it, it's 35% of my grade. If, if I don't get this and I don't make this happen, I'm going to fail. Um, but if you do... Oh, we were supposed to be talking success? about the monster. Sorry. The monster. <laughs> I'm just worried about my own stuff. So I, I, I did a little research at the local library, which is very, very small. Um, but what I think it is, is it's something that's called the, the Van Meter Visitor. But they, that was only supposed to be in something from Iowa? Uh, but the two people in town here are calling it the Argle Bargle. The what? <laughs> the Argle Bargle? Apparently that's what it sounds like when it, it it screams at people and it really likes to scream at people. So the monster's like an onomatopoeia. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's called, but it, the real name of it is I think it is because it's, they say it has, it has glowing eyes. They say it has a long sort of beaky thing. It has, it has big wings. And I found another listing for that. That's called the Van Meter Visitor. Visitor. It's it's from Iowa. Van Meter is the town, and it apparently lives in uh, mines. But there's no mines here, so I don't know why, if it's a mine creature, why it would be here. All I know is it really likes this fort, and it's really... I guess miners have their own vacations, too, you know? That's, that's, I guess so. What better place to pick than, you know, northward? I mean, you know... Good one, Slick. Good one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, tell me more about what you found out in your research. 
that's about it. Like um, it was it, one, it was it was you know one book of uh, mythology. Uh, it was a one page thing. The art took up most of it. Mm-hmm. It was. A, I mean, the person was a very good artist. Oh yeah, but a, this was I would this love was to in the, the book. This was in nineteen hundreds or so. Okay, um, so we have got to get rid of this argly bargly so that you can get a good grade. Yeah, I mean that seems like the right choice. That's what right? I was hoping you would say. <laughs> Do we need a library card to go to the library, though? Because we left ours at home. Uh, at this point, uh, from uh, down the hall, you hear a loud, booming voice say, You don't need a library card. You've got the best resource in the world right here. And she's like, Oh, I forgot to tell you, Dr. Cross is here. And so coming down the hallway is Dr. Lawrence Cross. You have no idea who he is, but he's acting as if you should. Uh... Pleased to meet you, sir. Um, hi. <laughs> well, hello. You might have seen me on Oprah. Ah. Huh? Oh, God, yeah. That's what I thought you looked so familiar in. But now you really... Oprah, totally. You were talking about... Archaeology. Uh, archaeology. archaeology. And yeah. Traveling the world. Traveling the world. Looking for artifacts. Right. Yeah, right. no, I totally remember that. And... Um, what do you think about this Argly Bargly? Oh, I think it's a bunch of hooey. The Argly Bargly is hooey? I think it's just people trying to make something out of nothing. Sorry, guys. This is Dr. Cross. Uh, he's here, uh, because, um, we needed sort of a actual, like, real scientist. But I, I'm, I'm just a student, uh, to actually set up all this stuff because he, he, he's not specifically, Set, you know, this is not his specific area of expertise, but we needed someone with credentials in order to have that sort of air of authenticity. And I was in the area. <laughs> what had brought you to the area? A little side hustle. There was a, a little bit of construction they were doing down the down river, and they discovered a little camp. Uh, and so they they were thinking it might have some historical significance. But I looked into it, and turns out, nope, just some people in the 1800s or so. Set a camp and then moved on. Hmm, interesting. Oh, and that seems pretty historical to me. Eighteen eh, hundreds. The thing, the things that they found were, were fairly dull. Mm. Uh, but they are historical, as you say. Uh, and so those, those actually are, are what I'm we're going to be putting in uh, on display because they are technically historical from around the same era or so. And so we figured, why not have something brand new to show the people? So that's what we're going to be putting in the. There's going to be the stuff display. on the camp here. Yes. At this mobile exhibit. Correct. Okay. Um, See, what I've discovered about the Midwest is you don't have a lot of exciting history. So the people <laughs> get very, very excited about the most mundane of things. Mm. So the reason this town is called... Do you know why this town is called Northwood? No, but we're all super interested. Well, then settle back and let me tell you. When Lewis and Clark's expedition got here, they turned north. Oh! And then they went onward. Yes. You guys, it's like we said. No, we like nailed it. We, we nailed it. We totally nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is the most interesting piece that you discover that will be on display? Uh, it's all fairly just uh, the uh, backpacks and shovels and that kind of thing. There's a, a wooden box that's more fancier than anything else, but it's just a box. Oh. Is there anything in the box? I don't think so. All right. Well, we would love to um, poke around the exhibit 
and just really get to know what's here. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, if we're going to solve this problem, we need to, like, see if we can find this Argle Bargle. Yeah. 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 And, like, stop it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ready, guys? <laughs> uh, no! no! <laughs> At that point, the, the doors crash open and a, and a huge sort of entourage comes rushing in, carrying all sorts of things. All sorts of, a lot of hustle bustle going on all of a sudden. Um, and Yo, so, like, where's the party? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you see an, uh, a, 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 large, a large man uh, that is, is barking orders to all the people. Yes, move aside. Move this. Put that there. Put these over here. Uh, and so, um, uh, so Poppy pulls you guys out of the way uh, as all these guys are and saying, "Oh, that's Mr. Valentine. Uh, he's the guy who actually owns the artifacts because he owns the land that it was found on, and so technically we're sort of borrowing them from him. Uh, but he's he's a lot. He owns the land, so that means he owns the artifacts. That's what he's saying. Yes." Okay. So he's loaning them to us for this exhibit because they're from the same era as the Lewis and Clark stuff. The, this is the this camp, uh, this fort uh, was abandoned even then. That's how old it is. Okay. But this is where they stayed. So Lewis and Clark basically stayed in here for a night and then went north and and so thus a town was born. He but he owns the land. Yeah. It's not like municipality. This is the this area. This is actually. Uh, government land that we're okay. on, but he is uh, building a hotel across the the river. And that's where all the artifacts that we're putting in here are. I mean, there's, there's, there, we're borrowing some stuff from a local, uh, the local museum as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, West Kansas didn't want to donate anything. So like, Poppy, yeah. he's building a hotel. So if the artifacts are really cool, then would that, like, interfere with his building plans? It's an excellent question you've asked, and I will answer it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. Harun Valentine. Oh, hi. <laughs> and you are? Um, I'm Winona. These are my friends. We're a spooky teen squad, and we're just here to, like, learn everything we can. You're a spooky teen squad. That's, That's right. right. We're the spooky teen squad. You... Squad up to find spooky teens. We are spooky teens. We're the teens. We're the teens. We're the teens. We're the teens. We are spooky. Yeah. Yes. And we are here to help with your Argle Bargle. Ah, yes, a little critter who seems to be running around. Everyone's so become afraid of. Are you worried about this Argle Bargle, Mr. Not Valentine? At all. I'm a little annoyed that uh, it's going to keep people away because that is, we're going to have a giant banner across the top saying, you know, from. Valentine Industries. Mm-hmm. I want people to see that, thinking of us when the hotel opens. Be setting all that way. So more people here, better for me. Are you at all concerned, Mr. Valentine, that the discovery of a historical landmark on land that you intend to develop could somehow thwart or enhance your value? Bye. Goodness, for a teenager, you ask very insightful questions. Well, I'm spooky. <laughs> and I read this John Grisham novel once where it was like, that was the whole plot. Yeah, and one of my favorite archaeologists says, this belongs in a museum. Referring to the stuff you found. Which person was this? Should uh, I know who this is? Indiana Jones. Have you ever heard of him? Not heard of Indiana Jones. 
All right. Slick. If you would make a roll for me. Yes. Your difficulty is 18. Uh, you can add in your uh, smarts. Add in my smarts? Add your smarts. Uh, uh, 18. Exactly. Oh, nailed it. You got it. That's exactly right. All right. So uh, as this conversation is happening, you notice uh, off the side from those other uh, exhibits, um, you're seeing a, a light is, keep, is flashing on a regular basis. Not like a regular thing, but like flat, and then it's gone for a little bit, and then it flashes again. You're seeing whenever something is reflecting off of the glass of the, the display cases and flashing on an irregular basis. Man, it's like if someone's either showing me Morse code or someone's having a disco party. <laughs> and I point over to where I can see and saw the blinking light. What's that over there? We should go explore it. Yeah, Mr. Valentine has blown off your question, patted you on the head, and has gone back to uh, needlessly supervising all his people as they're putting in the artifacts um, into the display case. I don't know about you guys, but, like, I don't like that dude. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's a man of industry, and as such, like, we should be wary of his, like, intentions. Yeah, you know, for a guy who's named Valentine, he sure isn't very lovely. I was like... like oh, my God, dude, that was so funny. Oh Good one. So what's this you say about a disco party? Yeah, like, it's just like a blinking light over there on the on the reflecting glass. Let's go look at okay. it. Yeah, let's go check it out. I mean, this seems like our first lead. Yeah. Um, did Mac come in with us? Like, <laughs> does he sit on our shoulders? Where he can be on whoever's shoulder will take it. Otherwise, he'll just find a perch, stick around, and he'll. Yeah. Ah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so as, as uh, they're all working on the side, you sort of go around uh, into deeper into the area, uh, and you see that one of the workmen uh, has split off from the group uh, and is uh, walking around looking at the divots. What you what you see with the the flashing light is he has a you know really high tech digital camera, uh, and he is trying to surreptitiously take pictures, but he doesn't know how to turn the flash off. So he's holding it in front of his himself and trying to take pictures, and you keep seeing the flash keeps on. And he's, okay. Um, does he look like all the other... Does he look different in any way than the other workers? Uh, his... Uh, the, the coveralls he's wearing are, like, two sizes too big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys. This guy is... Like Spy City, am I right? Because I totally read a Tom Clancy novel once where the they sent in like a spy in sheep's clothing. This guy's totally scoping out what's going on. Should we confront him? Well, you do it, Declan. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the former football player. Well, as, as, as you've said that I can, then I will. I'm going to barrel towards him going, Hey, you, buddy. He turned around and, and looks at it, and he's, you can tell he's got like a, you know, a, a $200 haircut and a $2 mustache, uh, and <laughs> he is way intimidated by a person who's probably six inches taller than him, barreling down on him. What are you doing taking pictures? What? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a workman, I'm working. This is me, I'm working, see? Making sure it's nice and clean. Dude, that you look so suspect right now. Nobody believes that you're actually taking pictures. Spill the beans, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Uh, and then at that point, that's when uh, Poppy runs around and goes, oh, Layton! Oh, I was... I, I, who are these? I was... They were, I was... <laughs> Poppy, you know this guy? Yes. This is Layton Morton III... Uh, he is, uh, he actually runs the Morton Family Presents the Pinnacle Midwest Museum supported by the Morton Foundation. That was so many words, Poppy. So many words, and, and they, I think if they could find a way to put Morton in there a third time, they probably would have. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, are you saying that, like, you've got, like, a... Like a competing museum with this one? Uh, my family has the only museum in uh, all of Northward. And then these people come in from nowhere and just decide they're going to build their own and set up? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so you're not a worker, which is what we thought. Work. These hands have never done physical labor. Well, what is it to you, uh, Morton, if we have more than one museum? Shouldn't knowledge be multiplied and not divided? No, it should be held by the betters, so the lessers have to pay to come in and see it. That's the way these things work. Children. Uh, What's in it for you, Morton? Like, do you get paid per person who goes to your museum? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes total sense. <laughs> it's then. my family's yeah. museum, yeah. and we I charge think he meant admission. Lessons as like his customers. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and this is for free. I mean, what are they even doing? Well, they're trying to share the beautiful history of this area. So then, like, you would have a lot to gain if this place failed. Oh. You're right. <laughs> um, I should make sure this place fails. Wait, no. Well, what are you? Are you're already being a spy? Uh, I. It's uh, market research. If they're the competition, I need to see what I'm up against. Can we look through your pictures? What? That's an invasion of privacy, which. I believe is against the law. If not, I'm going to call my lawyer and make sure it is. Um, but your camera is so neat, and I've just never seen anything like it before, and it's obviously top of the line. So if you would just, like, show me how it works, and how, I mean, how can such a little thing store so many images, probably? Okay, that sounds like a flirt roll to me. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We'll set your difficulty at 20, but you get a, I believe you get a plus one. All right. So I got 15. Okay. 15 total or 15 and then add it? 15 total. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a four and then a one. And then... Uh, my camera's imported. I don't let just anyone touch it. No. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to crack my knuckles and intimidate. <laughs> Uh, I think you're going to show us that camera. Crack. crack, 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 crack. <laughs> I can't do it. Crack. Um, uh, and he uh, moves it, tries to get away from you, essentially, and ends up falling on the ground. And, uh, you know, you see stuff falls out of his pocket, and he's uh, on the ground trying to do that. Um, at that point, you start hearing a beeping. Um, and then another beeping, and another beeping. And you realize that everyone's digital watch is beeping all at the same time. What time is it? Uh, it's it's like it's like 4.57. And every, every all the workers? Everyone everyone's in, like, in the town, including Poppy. Okay. Like, they all stop and go, oh, uh, 
so the museum's closed. Uh, we need to get everybody back to the... And, they're like, and everybody's like, yeah, great, all right. And they just, like, they basically just, whatever they were doing, they just set it down on the ground and then start going out, including Valentine, including Dr. Cross. Everybody's just like, what is happening? Poppy, what oh, the heck are you? Sorry, forgot to tell you. Sundown. Sundown is when the Argle Bargle first shows up. So at this point, everybody, uh, when uh, it's five minutes before sundown, everybody uh, goes into uh, away from here, into their houses, and uh, locks the doors. Oh, gee, well, you know, I'm actually uh, late uh, for something as well. I'm allergic to uh, being late, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go head out with everybody. Stand your ground, Slick. Okay. Come on. Northward. <laughs> northward. Yeah. Right. We're going we northward. Northward. Northward is what we do. Sure. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm, I may, might start having hives later for being late. Hey, who are we? Who are we, Slick? The Spooky, spooky Teen Squad. And what can does the Spooky Teen spa Squad do? Leave with no, no. As you, as you look over at the group of, who are all in the line trying to get out, you see that Mac is in the line too, just like hopping along to exit everybody else. Mac, Mac, wait for me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Mac, we need you. Come back. Um, I know that what we have to do, obviously, is stay here and um, investigate and. Is Mac ever good at like retrieving things? Like, can we get him to retrieve things sometimes? Sure, absolutely. When everything fell out of Leighton's pockets, uh, did he did he like scoop it all back up, or is he there? He tried to, and that was the time. So yeah, there, but there's a chance. Okay, so I would love to see if we can like get Mac to like get the digital camera. Oh wow! Out of okay. his pocket. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have stats for him, so I will try and roll. Um, are you three going to try and stay? Yes. I mean, like, Poppy's not going out with the rest of it, but she's also sort of like, like, okay, let's, you know. No, we she's moving stay. towards the door. We want to stay for sure. We're okay. for sure staying, Poppy. Uh, we're, we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Slick. Ooh, that's Max flies over. Uh, and then back to you, does not have a camera, but has something else instead. Uh, he has a, it is a, a piece of green paper. Uh, and on, uh, you see an address of the town on the top of it. And then on the side, it, uh, has a bunch of dollar amounts, like all these different, you know, some high, some low, all that kind of thing. And you see it's perforated down the middle. So essentially this is half of a sheet of something. Okay, but it's like intentionally perforated, yeah. so this is something that someone would, like almost like a check register. Yeah. Okay. Um. How big is it? Is it small? No, it's it's a the size of a regular sort of large sheet of paper. So it's you know eight and a half by eleven, so eleven. And it's addresses and dollars. If there's an address at the top, so it's been lost. Oh. Okay. Like, like it's been put on there. So uh, like that's where it came. That's from. That's where it came from. Yeah. Okay. Um, Presumably. Do I recognize the address? It's here in town. Okay. Oh, maybe we need to split up the team and have two people stay here and have two people go to that address and check it out. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's three of us. <laughs> well, what I meant, uh, I included Mac as a person. Oh, okay. So then uh, you want to stay here with Mac? Well, uh, as you're going, you see uh, that Dr. Cross and, Doc- and Mr. Valentine have reached the door at the same time and are arguing with each other. Ooh, can we hear what they're saying? I can try. <laughs> We're gonna sneak. Um, t- 
You sneak up? So, yeah, you want to okay, try to sneak up? Okay. Yeah. Alright, then, uh, let's see. That's a moves roll, I think. But there's a lot of cast going on, so I'm not saying So I'm going to say it's a 16. You are nimble, so you can also add uh, a plus two. Oh, plus so, two. So plus Move 13. Plus yeah, so I think you make it. Yeah, go ahead. You know, okay. it's, it's, maybe it's fantastic, but you're going to make it. So that's... Spatial that's anomaly. 21. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, so you end up uh, just basically on the other side uh, of uh, a case, uh, which is shut off, so it's like that. Uh, it's glass, but you can't see through it. Uh, and so you get to here. And so yeah, the... the, the, the it, originally, it seems to be it started as, as no, you go first, no, you. Uh, and they're being quite, and now it's it's uh, sort of escalated into that. Uh, and so the essentially uh, they're, they're talking about um, that Valentine hired Doctor Cross to come out and, and do all this stuff too. And uh, uh, Valentine thinks he did a crappy job. Uh, uh, Doctor Cross is uh, you know indignant about this. Uh, apparently he uh, wants to. He has a general meeting with Discovery Channel next week, and he doesn't have to take this. Uh, I'm not going to roleplay the entire thing out. Um, uh, but uh, it's uh, as they're going through. So um, as they um, uh, get thing like Doctor Cross, then uh, makes a move to like actually like you know shake him by the lapels or whatever, uh, and then they sort of push away from each other. And then the, the actually there's a um, one of Valentine's people basically gets in the middle and be like, "Oh, Mister Valentine's very busy. He has a lot of things we have to do. I have you know we have the itinerary we need to keep to." And uh, uh, Valentine actually grabs the itinerary out of the guy's hand and crumples up and throws it away and says, we're doing this now! Uh, but then the people end up, just sort of end up pulling him away. But you can <laughs> see that it was, uh, you know, it was going to be something. And Dr. Ross is, is watching him walk away like, I think I won that one. <laughs> Look at him run. I'm going to need to grab that piece of itinerary. Itinerary? Itinerary. Mac, get it. Mac, get that Mac. itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he, you, you got your 20, so you're right there. So, yeah, so you can swoop down and go ahead. So, yeah, cool. it's all okay. done. Uh, looks like as, you, as you spread it out uh, and look at it's basically like it's a very busy day of all these meetings uh, across town and stuff, too. Uh, the next thing uh, on, and everything seems to be a fairly uh, normal, boring, and, and uh, dis- described and listed there until the, the, this evening at 7 p.m., there's something that's called the DWTM. Uh, and whatever that is, is in bold, double underlined, and has three exclamation marks. So D-W-T-M. D-W-T-M, whatever it is, uh, it seems to be the thing that cannot be changed. Everything else can be sort of personalized, but this thing seems to be the one that is the rock-solid thing that has to happen. Obviously, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. At, this is like, got to be connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to go check out this address. Yeah. You guys stay here and, like, see what happens. You're going to go by yourself, Winona? Winona, I can go with you. No, yeah. you can stay right here, Slick. <laughs> You're so good at... You have to stay. What's going to happen to Declan if he's all alone? I'll crack my knuckles and beat up the Gargabar. Yeah, he's a former football player. <laughs> exactly. So, and this is obviously some kind of financial uh, institution that I have to go investigate. So, obviously, uh, I need to go flash my 100-watt smile and find out what's there. I like this plan, Winona. I like it. Fortunately, you've got the keys to the beast. Yeah, it's mine. 
Unfortunately, no one's valuing Oh, we can't play this game again. We can't play this game again right now. <laughs> so, uh, so Dr. Cross and um, Poppy are the only two people left. Okay. I think it said uh, Poppy is the one who has the keys, so she has to be the last one. Hey, Poppy, so. we're going to stay. Me and Slick are going to stay and figure out who this Argo Bargle is. Where does he usually, like, scene first, do you know? No, it's it's it seems to be this whole area, but it never has been seen anywhere other than inside the fort here. So it hasn't come to the town yet. The town thinks it's only a matter of time, uh, but see, so far he's in the end. Um, we haven't really so far. It hasn't tried to, you know, destroy anything. Uh, everything is sort of in place, even though uh, some sometimes boxes are knocked over and things. So we're not exactly sure what it is it's trying to do other than go after people. And it's scary. I saw it once. It's scary. We need, like, a hiding spot. Um, I want to ask uh, uh, Dr. Cross mm. and Poppy if they are well, not no, not so much. I want to ask Poppy if she recognizes the address mm. on the little newspaper. Uh, okay. Um, mm, well, I know where it is, but I, I don't know what it is. Okay. And so she basically can, you know, kind of then gives you a little rough thing of town. Like, oh, it's just two cross streets in, on there. So that one is, like, behind, you know, this. And so it gives you a rough thing. And everything's walking distance here you don't have to worry about. Okay, cool. So it's just down the hill. So basically for it's down the hill to the right, three things three three blocks that way and then two blocks that way and Okay. So uh It is in the it isn't like in the like off of the main street thing. It's not in the like suburbs or anything, so Okay. I'm gonna go check it out. Slick, you're good at hiding. Find us a good hiding spot. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. On the, under, under, I'm sorry. Under, on the itinerary, there is there's an address as well. Uh, it is on the other side of town. Uh, is it is it attached to the DWTM? Yes. Well, shoot. We can't split up the group three ways. Why don't we send Mac to fly over there and look <laughs> at it? <laughs> Mac can only miss that. Can we? Yeah. Like, he's a great guy. But. Sometimes I think you guys don't have as much faith in Mac as I have faith in Mac. Well, obviously, I think Slick should be the one to stay here and face the Argle Bargle. You know what? That's a good call. That's a good call, Winona. Smart. I'll go to this other address. Uh, unfortunately. We're not playing the game anymore. That's a car game. <laughs> Slick. Uh, Slick, it's really important that when the Argle Bargle shows itself, that you get a sense of, like, where it's coming from. Uh-huh. Um, like, what it looks like. Uh, I can tell you what it looks like. Scary. Right. But, like, scary in what way? Look, you don't have to, like, necessarily, like, engage with it. Just take notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Cross uh, says, uh, you're just wasting your time. You're just going to sit here in a cold, unheated room for the rest of the night and not see a thing. Why even bother? Why don't you stay with Slip then, Dr. Cross? Maybe he could benefit from your great observational powers as an archaeologist. <laughs> uh, I would be happy to have that conversation over some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an important person. I have important things to do. I have errands to run. And I'm not going to spend my night here when I could be taking calls. From Hollywood. Uh, I think Dr. Cross is afraid. I think that's the problem. Uh, maybe, or maybe Dr. Cross will be back later 
Wink. Mm. Uh, so then back to us as he's uh, walking out uh, with Poppy. He says, uh, remind me again, the, the bookstore, the one you keep telling me to go to. She's like, Faded Follies. Yes, that's it. She's like, I told you like four times. Why can you not remember this? Because it's a stupid name for a bookstore. But thank you, Poppy. You did three. Good luck with whatever this nonsense is you're doing. Thanks, Dr. Archaeologist. Okay. Well, it sounds like we have a plan, squad. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we right, do. Slick? Northward. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, Matt can stay with you. Okay, I'll take Matt. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me what the plan is. I'm going to go to the address on the green piece of paper. Okay. I'm going to go to the address on the itinerary that says DWTM. Okay. That is that until the evening. Oh. Um, but you can go there now if you want to see what, what it is. Yeah. No, I want Slick to hang out alone. So, yeah, I'm going to go there now. <laughs> I'll be staying by myself with Mac hiding, uh, looking for the Argo Bargle. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see how we want to do the time thing on this. Okay. So, let's do Chrissy first. Uh, all right. So, you're following the green sheet of paper, right? I yes, I'm following the green sheet of paper with the number with the dollars amount, the perforated green piece of paper. Okay, so uh, as you uh, get there, you it's the address seems to be uh, in an alleyway behind a, a business as you're going through. Uh, the town is essentially shut. Like as you're going around, you don't see anybody else, and any people you do are just like looking at the windows, like why is that strange girl walking around outside? Like it, it's mm-hmm. it has become a ghost town. Okay, uh, but but you, you like you know people are inside, but no one's on the street. Um, uh, so then, uh, as you're going through, uh, you find um, as you go around, uh, you find something on the ground. You kick something that goes rolling away as you're walking towards the address. Uh, I want to run in and pick it up. Okay, it is a small metal gold ball. Doesn't seem to be very well constructed. It's pretty light. Okay. Um, if I shake it, does it have a sound? No. And it's it's it's, it's you know it's not made of gold. It's it, someone has painted it that way. Okay. And it's round like a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a full-on sphere. Okay. And it looks like uh, there's a there's a part of that like maybe it was attached to something before, and now it has fallen off. And I'm right behind the address. Yeah. So uh, make me a a smart roll. Twenty one. Oh, then yes, yeah, actually, um, uh, you uh, because all the door all the doors back here have no sign. Like they're basically all just the back doors of whatever the businesses are. Um, you see, but above one of them, you see two more of those gold balls. There's sort of like a, a weird metal arch uh, thing hanging above it, and there's two other gold balls, and then one of them is missing. Metal arch. Yeah, so it's like a metal, like a metal. It's about, you know, uh, two feet, whatever. There's a like sort of like a, an arc, and then down the middle, and so at the bottom of each of like the, oh, it's like the prongs of a of a trident, but upside down. Okay. Um, there's gold balls, like you said, and then one of them apparently has fallen off, and that is what you found. Do I recognize it as being a like meaningful symbol of some kind? Uh, let's see, on a, uh, what you twenty one? You said. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, you remember uh, this is a sign for a pawn shop from way back in the time of the Medici's. Like this is like the international sign of okay. pawn shop. And is the rest of the pawn shop looking like? Well, you're, obviously- at the, you're, you're outside, like basically. The, this is the the thing that's above the door. 
So you can go you're in the, the door alley if you side want door, to. Right? Yes, you're in the you're in the alley, and it's on the back. Okay, so I want to uh, uh, yeah run around to the front and see if it, this looks like a nice pawn shop or if this looks like a sleazy pawn shop. <laughs> uh, small town, so it probably does both. Okay. Uh, but probably a little bit more on the sleazier side. Uh, do I see anything in the window? It, the lights are on and everything too, so you can like see in. Do I see anything that I rec- I would recognize as being like a, an archaeological artifact? <laughs> oh. Um, from uh, through looking through the bars and the glass into the glass cases? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> you see some guitars and you see some, you know, musical instruments of various types and a lot of uh, jewelry and things in there, but. It's locked up from there. here. No. Doors oh, open. That? No. Okay. Doors open. I want to go into the pawn shop. Okay. Ding. Mmm. <laughs> um. Hello. Ring a ding ding ding. Hello. Is anyone here? Don't hear anyone. You don't see anyone. Oh. Okay. Um, I walk up to what looks like the main counter, and I want to look for any signs of like a, a danger. Okay. Okay. Do uh, let's see. That's another uh, smarts roll. Okay. All right. Oh, you're also nosy. Yeah. So you can get a you can get a plus two on that as well. Excellent. I love being nosy. 20. Okay. Uh, all right. So you uh, are you just like leaning over the counter or are you going behind the counter to? I want to go behind the counter. I want to like look and see if. Okay. All right. Something so, all right. Is. So you're down looking at. There's no seem to mess, but you're sort of going through. Uh, and as you're going through, you hear ding, ding, ding as someone comes into the shop. If you would be so kind as to play a patron who is coming into the shop. Of course. There's your notes. So I have, for the audience at home, I have handed a note to David, <laughs> giving him uh, a character uh, and a little bit of description of what he's after. So he is now going to be playing uh, someone new with a different agenda. Hi there. Um, I'm I'm here to uh, <clears throat> get a get a wedding ring. Um, oh, yeah. How, how lovely. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm here to to uh, propose. Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to propose to uh, Felicia. Felicia, she uh, she's she's really amazing. Um, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. Are you crying? Oh my god! I'm gonna like run uh, like run around and put my arm around him and be like, "You can tell me everything." I mean, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> He's so tears of joy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you think I'm sad and you don't think I should marry Felicia. No, you totally should. But you want to buy one of these pawn wedding rings? Yeah, you know, because people love p- pawn rings. And I just... I'm Alex, by the way. Oh, hi, Alex. Hi. Alex, have you ever shopped at this pawn shop before? Uh, this is, you know, um, I've visited the signs, but it's not the sign, but I just know this is my first time. Um, do you know anybody who works here normally? I mean, I, I've just heard about the, this place uh, because I asked people, I asked my friend, uh, uh, Sal, hey man, where should I go to get a ring to uh, cheaply show I love Felicia? So, 
so much, mm. you know, and he recommended this pawn shop. Okay. Well, I obviously can't tell you anything because I don't care. But I would love to know uh, anything you can tell me about this town. Well, <laughs> I um, just, I'm just surprised you're so honest. <laughs> like, you know, you're just behind the counter of a place you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Teenage girl just wandering through. Okay. I love love. I want to help him. (laughs) I love love too. Like genuine, pure love, not dishonest, (laughs) malice-full love. Okay, Alex. Well, then the best, fastest way to get you what you need is to find the person who works here. So come behind the counter. Help me. This is a bit odd, but okay. Let's look around and find the person who works here. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'd say the the back door is propped open, but there ain't nobody here. It's propped open. Yeah. Okay. Is there? Uh, I'm gonna like poke the cash register. Is there like money in there, or is it empty? No, nope, it's, it's full of money. Yeah. Um. But well, I welcome see, to welcome to Kansas. I didn't see any like <laughs> signs of place. like struggle. Nope. Oh, okay. So, what do you want to do? You have a a crying man <laughs> and an empty pawn shop. The good times we've had. Okay, All right, so, okay so while you're figuring out, then we'll cut away <laughs> while you're trying to figure out what you're doing. So, so uh, Dorian, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to this other address, which was uh, on on the um, itinerary. Okay. Do you take the beast? Drive there no, or you walk there? Walk, walk oh, yeah. yeah, so it's walking distance. I'm also going to walk because okay. uh, Declan likes to get his reps in. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. As uh, you, uh, similar thing, you end up uh, going around the address in the back. You walk in and it's into a restaurant. Uh, but once again, it is empty. However, oddly, all of the tables have been pushed to the side and there's just one table in the middle set up. Just one. And it's all set up? Yeah, it's all set up, ready to go. Um, you know, like the, the oven is on, but there's no one there. Um, I'm going to sit at the table for just a minute. Okay. Uh, at that point, the door opens up, walks in. Those listeners at home, I've just handed Chrissy an envelope that contains a character and uh, a couple of things about it. So Chrissy is about to portray a character from scratch. <laughs> What's up? My name's Declan, and I just walked in here. Good gracious, young man. What are you doing here? Oh, I just said. I just walked in here. My name's Declan, uh, and I just walked in here. (laughs) (laughs) There's no place for a young man. We've got plans to happen in this town and things to do, and, well, I just simply, simply can't have any interlopers in this situation. Wait, what? First of all, what does interloper mean? <laughs> Secondly, hi, my name's Declan. What's your name? Uh, I'm Mayor Taylor, so oh. you may call me Madam Mayor. Well, Madam Mayor, uh, my team is here uh, doing some uh, some spooky ghost hunting. Oh, my goodness. Young man, I certainly cannot be interested in your affairs while I am working so hard to keep this town prosperous. I... Ask for something specific in this place, and I'd say I just 
cannot have any distractions. You must go. Wait, what do you need help with? Because I can help. I'm Declan and I help people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you must be of service, then please help me put the place settings in their more proper areas. This is going to be the dinner of the season. Well, who's coming to dinner? Some very impressive people. Uh, Perhaps you've heard of Mr. Valentine. Oh, wait. You know what I'm remembering? I uh, just got hired uh, to be a server for this dinner. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so dumb sometimes. So I'm, I know I'm a little early, but yeah, I, I totally help. My name's Declan, and I'm a server. Well, that certainly tracks with the kind of service I've gotten around here in the past. We'll get it set up. Uh, this dinner absolutely has to go out without a hitch. I, ne- I must have Mr. Valentine keep his business here in my beautiful town of Northworth so that we can keep moving on. Oh, and up. Sweet. I, I'm, I'm, here to, I'm here to help in any way. Uh, I'm going to start pulling the... Is it just one person for dinner? <laughs> just, just one guy? But it has to be as impressive as possible, which is why I asked for the nicest table in the place. Apparently, that means one table in the middle of the room. Yeah, it no. will do. It will do. But please... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go into like the back room and find like uh, an apron or a hat yeah. or or something else. Say so there are a lot of ingredients here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna set. Is the table already set? Table is set. Yes. Uh, but, uh, I'm but, gonna uh, but there's like there's just no no prepared things, food. Move things around, and then I'm gonna go back in the kitchen. And is there any? Uh, is there any, there's food in there to prepare? There's food to prepare, yeah. Uh, there, are make, no, there are no, you know, Declan knows how or... to make spaghetti. Okay. And that's it. So okay. I'm going to start and try and prepare spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Uh, young man, I, I certainly don't know your name. It's, De- uh, it's Declan. Yeah, I said it like four it, times. It's no matter, but I need the nicest bottle of wine that this establishment has on offer. All right. Well, me, I'm definitely old enough to drink wine and serve it. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in the back and I'm going to find the best bottle of wine. Yes, as I said. Good God, young man. <laughs> I'm going to go look for the best bottle of wine. Okay. All right. Um, uh, as you're back, then we'll cut back to then uh, inside the the um, museum as uh, you and Mac are uh, just wandering around, uh, you know, trying not to scare the hell out of yourselves. <laughs> so, Mac, you want to play another game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, as Mac is seeing you guys, he seems to be looking down the hallway. Mac, uh, what you looking at, buddy? <laughs> Uh, and it seems like the lights are seem to be going out, being, um, <laughs> as they're getting closer down the hallway that, and that you're standing on. Uh, I go to scoop up Mac, okay. and uh, I'm, I'm backing away from the lights that are turning off, Okay, um, and uh, I'm looking for a place to hide now. Okay, all right. I'm just like cradling Mac, I guess, a little bit. It's like it's gonna be okay, buddy. It's gonna be okay. Okay, so you're you're attempting to hide. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's see. Make me a smart roll. Ten. <laughs> um, there's some boxes. I uh, I try to take the boxes and like put myself 
under as much as I possibly can, holding Mac as well. And, and Mac is shivering. Uh, as... It's okay. Uh, yeah, and so as you're as you're there in your in your incredibly uh, well hidden spot, um, uh, you hear the big thump, 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 and then something dragging along uh, as, you, as it goes by. So yeah, coming down the hall and then going past you. So are you going to attempt to look out, or are you staying? I'm just going to open my box just a little bit. I'm going to have Mac like, perch on me a little bit. I'm going to open the box just a little bit to look under like the slit here. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you see basically uh, clawed feet uh, and sort of a leathery wing as whatever it was goes around the corner uh, and goes back. And the thumping has is, is dying down. Yeah, it seems the footsteps seem to be going away. So you're going to start a very... Right, I'm gonna lift There's a Gordy Weaver situation here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lift open my box. Okay. Uh, and then I'm I'm going to uh, uh, try to see if I can see the back side of the, the creature that I'm looking at. Okay. Alright, uh, back to the pawn shop then. Uh, so at this point I think uh, yeah, I think your patron is in a, a full on meltdown. Okay. Um, so press up against the glass like, <laughs> <laughs> So while I'm uh, like looking in the case, I want to see if I can find like a ledger or a book of um, a sales book, like that this thing would have come out. Okay, all right, make me a smarts roll. Uh, and I think you have a bonus thing for that too. Yes, you have a plus two. 20! That's with a plus two? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, underneath the uh, cash register, you find a ledger. Okay. Uh, and as you go through, you um, then sort of take the time uh, and go through a couple, because apparently this is how they do business. They have all the things that they purchased and then how much it was. Uh, so you managed to do it. And you'd find out that um, this particular sheet uh, was from, it was from Leighton Morton. The third <gasps> from the museum. He has been apparently selling things, a lot of things, to this pawn shop. Okay, and then I'm also gonna uh, I'm gonna find a ring and sell this guy a ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be like, this one is really nice. Uh, this is what I would want if I was Felicia. Uh-huh. And I think that you'll have like a really lucky time if you use this ring, which is this is the price that the ledger says that it is. So you have to pay me in cash because they don't know how to use their credit card machine. You know, or we can just say I got the ring so I can tell everybody I got the ring for her and I can just leave. Oh, okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Put it back. Um, And I want to take the... um, I want to take the page of the ledger that says that he's been selling a lot of stuff uh, with me. And I'm going to skidoo out okay. of there. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's, then let's uh, go back to the dinner. So I'm, I'm in the kitchen making spaghetti. Uh, young man, I hate to... Uh, I, I realize you did your hardest work, and you are, I must say, so far, the most confident member of staff here. But I must implore you, sir, it, I don't know what this Valentine is into, let's say, but 
if mayor is not what's on the menu, maybe I could encourage you to just undo the top button of your dashing... Well, this took a turn that I was not expecting. <laughs> not, to, not to do anything untoward, just to entice so that he knows that there are treasures in this town. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm here to serve, so... Uh, uh, I can. I got like two chest hairs, so I'll just, yes. no, so just have them on display as much as the finery. Okay. Um, do you think he wants like red sauce or like <laughs> white sauce? I read absolutely red. Okay. Yes. All right. Sweet. Now, like the dinner isn't for quite a while, but I think that we need to be as ready as we possibly can be. All right, make me a, a roll, please, to uh, try and make the spaghetti well. I'm going to uh, let you use moves on this one because it might be muscle memory. You know, Ooh. you've done this a bunch of times. Uh, so I add a plus four to what you get. So I got 15, and then I add my other four to that, right? Yeah. So uh, 19. 19. All right, 19 is not bad. It is. It is... It is edible spaghetti. Yes. Yay. I would say I would say it's not, probably not beautiful, uh, but it probably will uh, taste all right. Yeah. This is like college room spaghetti. A hundred percent. So okay. All right. Then back to the uh, the museum. So uh, how what what is your plan now? So uh, the, it's it's here. It's walking around. Yes. Um. I guess I'm just going to like sneak up on it and figure okay. out what it's uh uh yeah what what it's uh doing by itself when it's not chasing people okay. as i whisper don't go breaking my heart <laughs> my heart my heart okay all right so i have to make a all right sneaking roll so i'm uh let's see so uh make me roll and let's see we'll use moves uh, and then you can also add in your nimble. So uh, make a roll, then plus 11, then plus 2. You want to roll well on this, or else you're going to be noticed. Uh-oh. 27. 27 is good. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, uh, okay, so as you're going through, so it has gotten to the main um, room, and it seems to be like pressing itself up against the glass of all of the displays, like leaning into it. For whatever reason, it seems to be like almost rubbing its snout across the thing. And obviously you're seeing this from behind, but basically you're hearing the as it's like rubbing its face across the, the glass of the different displays and then shungles over to the next one and, and does a similar thing. Um, can I see what, like, what the putting his face up against the glass is doing? Like, is it damaging the display? Doesn't seem to be. I'm going to try to... I'm going to look for any loose item on the ground mm. and try to make it, like, distort some sound, making him think he heard something far off so I can go up to the display case that he just went to uh, and investigate what he did to it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Give me, a, give me a strength roll, then. Oh. Right. This is not that intim- this is not that difficult of a thing, so the the difficulty's pretty low, so was it like smelling the cases or looking in? Thirteen? Thirteen, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. You you find a rock, you throw a rock. <laughs> and it sort of then like yeah. Over and then sort of like almost like rises up. So as opposed to before it was sort of like lumbering along. Now it's sort of like at attention and then sort of like stalks over there, sort of almost in like 
you know, typical Scooby-Doo hunched over villain sort of <laughs> <laughs> manner, right? So it's 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 uh, aware something now. Okay, so and move away, uh, and you get the case. I mean, this this case happens to be um, a bunch of vintage maps. Um, Sorry, vintage what? Maps. Um, but it's, I mean, nothing really that exciting. And uh, I mean, you can see like sort of a, a smear, sort of where it, uh, it like really the face went, but it doesn't seem to be uh, like uh, nothing's broken, nothing is, uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, like marked like with a claw strike or any of that kind of thing. Just to, sort of like what would happen if you pressed your face against a piece of glass and, and, and you know, dragged it across. And there's no like but residue with or anything beak. left on it. It's just this one giant smear. Yeah, just one giant smear. Really strange. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this monster is doing, but uh, yeah, I, I guess I will uh, figure out. I'm going to look more closely at the maps to see what the maps are. Of. Uh, mostly, they're they're uh, historical maps of this area. Okay. So they're they're they have had different ones. Like they have sort of nothing in there. Seems to be like actual museum quality stuff. It just is like. There's there's some maps from people who first came to Northward and then sort of through the town up until now. Um, I'm going to look more uh, in the area on the map if, if it's there. The area of the map where the uh, camp is, mm-hmm. and just see if there's like uh, any because of all the cases I've done with the squad. I'm seeing like looking for some sort of motive. If there's some sort of uh, rumor about the treasure at the camp or okay. something along those lines. Okay. All right. Make me a smart roll then. Um. Yeah, pretty much just straight smarts roll. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's a nine. So yes, it's a it's a map. It's a map. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, I mean, like the oldest map on there is is like you can see it was a hand drawn map. It shows the river and it shows the camp where it was. And then from what they're talking about, you can kind of get an idea of like where you are. Like, oh, okay, this is where the fort is. And like, oh, this is probably where the car is parked, and this is where the town is, and that's it. That's all you got. Okay, uh, at this point, I'm going to try to steer clear from the monster and just investigate more of the fort, just figure out why, I'm just looking for that motive, why the monster is here. All right, uh, let's cut back to um, the restaurant then. I'm uh, I'm looking for wine. Okay, (laughs) you find a single bottle of wine. Well, that'll do. That'll do. Can't get any better or worse than this bottle. Because right, and apparently, 1992 was a great year for wine. Because that's when this bottle is from. Uh, I'm gonna bring the wine out uh, and just set it on the little cute table. Uh, also, I don't know what time it is. What time is it at this point? Uh, it's, it's probably uh, you probably have uh, maybe five minutes before the. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'm gonna put the I'm gonna uh, find a corkscrew and open the wine and set the table out nicely, and then and then stand behind it at a at, a, at attention <laughs> like a server would. Yes, but puff your chest out, puff, dear. Puff my chest out, just in case. We want to present a good picture of what can be found in this town. And just for fun, I just do undo one more button, just one more. Well, goodness, let's not give away the good china, but, you know. So, uh, hey, Madam Mayor, is there anything else, like, that I could do or say to help you accomplish your goals? Well, 
we just have to show that this town is a good town and that Mr. Valentine should keep his business here. Right, so at that point, a, a, with, a, with a roar of an engine, even though it's a limousine, why would it have that good of an engine, uh, screeches to a halt in front of the place and uh, in, in a flurry of activity, once again, Valentine blows into the helmet and immediately plants himself in the chair. All right, let's get this started. Well, Mr. Valentine, I'm sure you can see that our lovely spread here is uh, simply top-notch culinary desires on display. I'm sure you have an amazing array of Midwestern food, but I'm not here to talk about food. I'm here to talk about the proposal. This pasta was built here in North... Who is this? This is just an example of the kind of strapping young fellow that can be found around this part. In the Midwest, we grow our boys big and strong. The wheat was cultivated here in Northward. And, um, it when was... I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. Bring me wine and the rest keep the mouth closed. Yes. So tell me more about this proposal, Valentine. I need to know, are you in or out? I need you to sign... The proposal that says that the fort is no longer in protected land. That the fort is no longer. Yes, I built this, I'm building this beautiful hotel, the Mia Culpa. I'm going to have a giant statue of Romulus with his hand outraged. And if there's not a Remus on the other side to touch hands with him, what's the point of even starting the project at all? But this, your government is so particular about these historically protected areas that I need you to sign off, sign this away, so that I can make the beautiful hotel that's going to be the only reason anyone would come to this little rinky-dink town. Now, are you going to sign it? Well, I think we should explore third and fourth options. Like, what if... What if the Romulus and the Remus are on the same side? No, they're, they're touching hands. They're like they're reaching. Oh, do you not understand? I'm just, do you need I to see art? Find me some art. If I don't sign, you won't build your hotel? Why should I? Half a hotel? What's the point? Well, then I feel like, as the mayor of this town, it simply is my duty to sign. <laughs> well, then we need to celebrate. You, with the hair, more wine! Uh, this wine was grown here in North... No, no, more wine, uh, less talking. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fill the cup up, like, to the very, <laughs> very top. Okay. I just, I mean, if the fort isn't... A valuable museum, even, then it might as well be a valuable hotel. You could have your museum inside the hotel. I don't... Oh, that's a great compromise. I have no problem at all. I'm happy with the, the everything that's going on in the museum. More people in town means more people for Valentine. All right, so it's just the fort you don't care about. Well, it just happens that the fort happens to be on a particular piece of land that I need. But let well, hey, I'll do, let's do you one better. Let's close that rinky-dink museum you've got uh, there, the, the Morton School of Idiocy, and we'll build a nice museum in there, and you can have your name on it. Oh, the mayor's museum. Well, I was thinking your personal name, not your title. <laughs> oh, my name. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the hey, man, but it's, it's fine with me. I mean, uh, I don't care at all about this historical nonsense. I just want to make money in this country. Well, then I say we celebrate together with a nice, mutual, maniacal laugh. Yes. <laughs> 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 I think at, at this that point, point you can oh, slip out the back. Yeah, I know. I, I was about to say, like, at this point, I'm like gonna make my way back to the fort. And All right. I think it's probably Winona is going back to right. Her, right. So these are then converting. So what? Okay. So the, are you gonna try and accomplish anything else uh, inside here, um, uh, or do you want to just try and like avoid the monster's gaze and, and get out, or you want to? something else you want to do? Uh, I'm just gonna see like. If I can follow where the monster has been, not where the monster is going. Okay. All right. All right. So then, all right. So then, you. How far? I guess are you going to go all the way, like as far back as you can? As far, yeah, as far back as I can. Okay. Yeah. So you can. It's pretty easy because I mean, like I said, there is carpet, so there's not a lot of um, footprints, but you can easily see where it's been because it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you get there. Make me a roll. I'm going to tell you what it will be. Uh, make me a smart roll, please. Uh, 19. 19, okay. Uh, see, so you, it seems like that it's, um, the, the tracks just start outside, like right outside one of the, the old entrances or whatever. Um, there's, it's just like all of a sudden there's, there's claw marks in the, in the dirt and, and things too. Um, I go, but you can see that in a, there's an area of grass that has been smushed down. Uh, and in that area of grass, there is a, a small uh, piece of paper, um, which looks like uh, it's, it has been uh, ripped off. It's only a very small piece of paper. And it says crayon, C-R-A-Y-O-O-N. Don't know why it's spelled that way. Uh, and then a number, 1213. It looks like maybe like a claim check, essentially, like something that's been torn off of something else. 1213? Yep. I'm going to hold on to that. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm, am I outside now? This yeah, one? you're outside. So if the three you want to yeah, yeah, converge to now, back you can. Fine. Yeah. So yeah, at the beast, you will reconvene. Okay. And you're giving mealworms to... So, to uh, here's her. what I found out, guys. The mayor and Valentine are in cahoots, uh, to turn this property over to Valentine. He wants it for a hotel. Something about Roman gods... And then I got lost in the wine, but he wants to turn this land into a hotel. Um, and I found out that Leighton Morton Third must be in, like, terrible debt because he's been, like, pawning his stuff at the local unattended pawn shop. And Felicia's probably not going to accept Alex's proposal. Wait, who's that? <laughs> it's Alex. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Okay. okay. What did you find out? monster where is it where can i i want to see it well it has uh, it has clawed feet it's still in there so we need to be quiet but it has leathery wings uh and it's really really scary uh and uh you know it was just pressing itself up against the glass rubbing its face um and you didn't catch it I can catch it by myself. We catch the monster together okay. i'm usually the bait we all know this maybe we should like See if we can find evidence that anyone else is here. Like, if someone's pretending to be the monster, then maybe we can find evidence that that person is here. Maybe it's whoever like also made this check because it was where I, the monster I think originated. Crayon one two one three. 
Why would you need 12 and 13 crayons? <laughs> no. I don't think that's what it is, but we'll I mean, see. the more colors, the better, Declan. Yeah. Again. Is that a... Is it crayon? What is C-R-A... C-R-A-O-N, right? Crayon. Crayon. What is that? Well, what does it mean? <laughs> Richmond's crayon? Okay, so at, at this at this point in the mystery, um, we've reached uh, the end of the part one. Yes, it turns out this is a two-part episode, uh, so we'll have to continue on. So uh, make sure that you stay subscribed so that you can come back for uh, Cry the Argo Bargo part two, and we'll find uh, the solution to the mystery. So thank you, Spooky Teen Squad. Yeah. Spooky yeah. Teen Squad.